The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. The Pet Buzz is dedicated to enhancing the bond between pets and their people. Each week, the Pet Buzz provides the latest news and information on how to keep your pets healthy and happy so you can save money and have a fulfilling relationship together. Now, here's your Pet Buzz hosts, Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. Hey, greetings from the Pet Buzz studio. You know, I want to start out the show by welcoming our newest affiliate, WQKRAM. That's Portland slash Nashville, Tennessee. How about that? I'm excited. I'm excited, too. We have a Tennessee, a new Tennessee station, and we want to welcome them to the Pet Buzz family, of course. You can hear our show weekly on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Apple Spotify, Google Play, but we also want to thank our listeners who follow us each week on their local uh, radio stations. So we want to thank pet lovers in the Michigan area. That's your hometown. Hometown where my sister lives. That's right. It's WKZO AM at 590 Kalamazoo. They play our show on Saturday at 7 a.m. And then we have the WKZO FM at 106.9, also in Kalamazoo. Also at seven o'clock in the morning, we appreciate them getting up so early to listen to the show, right? It, and it'll be rewarding if they do. We can assure them. That. Yeah. And of course, we want to give a shout out to our listeners in Missouri at KWTO AM and FM on AM. It's 560 and on FM, it's 93.3. That's in Springfield, Missouri. And the show airs at eight o'clock central time. But now, hey, Dr. Fleck, why don't we kick off the show and I'm excited because we're talking about three interesting entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Who's the first one we're going to talk about? We're going to be talking with our youngest entrepreneur, Tricia Scribner, about her naughty pet invention. It's a great way for grooming and bonding with your pet at the same time. I think I have a naughty pet right here and it looks like an octopus. Yeah. Looks like an octopus. Now you have to figure now we're going to have to show you how to use it. That's why we have church here today. And of course, we're talking with Terry Anderton, a serial entrepreneur in the tech space. And he's here to talk about his company WAGS that promotes a quote unquote connected pet lifestyle and find out what's going on with him when we chat him up. And of course, our regular features like celebrity pet news, the I like you of the week, but you're not going to believe the pet product people are talking about to prevent COVID. I know they're taking pet products to prevent COVID. And you're going to talk about it in Global Pet News. Yeah. According to the American Pet Products Association, the pet industry has reached over $100 billion in annual sales, the highest level in industry history. With that being said, the pet industry has traditionally been made up by a handful of product categories such as food and treats, bed blankets and crate mats, pet grooming and hygiene products, and of course, more. But now we're starting to see significant amounts of innovation in pet product research and development. Specifically, petrepreneurs aren't simply launching variations of existing products, they're creating entirely new pet care product categories. And one of these entrepreneurs is renowned board-certified veterinary surgeon and author, Dr. Teresa Fossum. 
Dr. Fossum has recently turned her attention to the burgeoning field of natural health. Now, the CEO of Dr. Fossum's Pet Care, this veterinarian is creating pamp-laced remedies for cats, dogs, and horses that are effective without the damaging side effects of many pharmaceutical products. Dr. Fossum, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Peppas. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I started this company because I have an 11-year-old Labrador. He was born with an elbow condition that gave him arthritis as he got older and he could not exercise anymore. And I was looking for something that wasn't the typical non-steroidal anti-inflammatory that we would give these dogs because I know I see in my own practice, I see how hard they are on dogs. So I was looking for something more natural that would benefit him. And I came across CBD. And that dog was, wasn't he named Dirty Dog or something along those lines? <laughs> His name was Dirty Dan. We call Dirty him Dan. Dan. Dan yeah. Dirty Dan Dan. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, love of my life. He's a great dog. You know, it's funny because so many petrepreneurs like yourself are always inspired by the animals, not only, you know, the animals they see, but the animals who they share their lives with. So in this sense, it's one of the reasons I wanted to do this, this series on petrepreneurs, because it's so personal and the products that you all have in common. So I think that's fantastic. One of the reasons I liked you and, and, and your products is because they're all about natural remedies. And so maybe you can answer this question. So why are natural remedies becoming more and more popular among pet owners searching for alternatives to, I like to say conventional medicine, because I consider traditional medicine more of the herbs and the the spices that we use? So dogs are really family these days. People look at them as just another member of their family. And I think similar to the trend in human supplements, people are looking for supplements and treatments that aren't comprised of artificial chemicals and fillers and that are safer for long-term use. And those typically are natural products. I mean, that area is just growing immensely. It's just unbelievable. You know, according to Grandview Research, the pet supplement industry is set to hit $1 billion by 2027. So example of trending pet supplements include dog vitamins, catfish oil, even dog probiotics. But you have a unique supplement that addresses canine cognitive dysfunction. Firstly, can you talk about what is canine cognitive dysfunction or CCD and how it affects dogs? And secondly, how does your new supplement help middle-aged pets? So CCD is the canine equivalent of Alzheimer's disease in people. These dogs actually get changes in their brains as they age. And we estimate that at least a third of all dogs have some of these changes, be them mild or severe. Uh, in their brains. And as they get older, these changes become even more severe. These dogs become difficult to live with. I, I don't know if you've ever been around an older dog that, you know, sleeps during the day and vocalizes at night or walks into a corner and can't figure out how to get out. Those are all signs of canine cognitive disorder. And we know that there are a lot of treatments. And the good news is, is CCD in dogs is easier to treat 
and than Alzheimer's diseases in people. They respond better. Wow. But there are multiple. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. But there are a number of different products that have been shown to be a benefit. And what we found is that people couldn't source all those ingredients and realistically give them to their pet. So we did that for them. We took 11 different ingredients, all that have been shown to be a benefit and put them in one easy to administer capsule. We believe that not only can we reduce some of the signs of CCD in dogs, but we might even be able to prevent those signs if people start their dogs on these supplements and do other things like exercise and you know enrichment with new toys. We do those things. We think we can reduce the incidence of CCD and, and have people enjoy their dogs for longer. Um, Dr. Fossum, can you come back for another segment? Sure, absolutely. Great. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. Hey, it's Dr. Michael Fleck back with you on Pet Buzz Plus. Have you noticed that slimy green layer on sitting water in ponds, rivers, lakes, even in your backyard? That slime could be an algae bloom and is very toxic to your pet. Since our pets are outside more during the summer, they want to drink, swim, and play in that scummy water. Not only is it yucky, but the algae toxins can make your pet very ill and possibly die. So avoiding jeopardizing your pet's health from these infested waters simply by preventing your pet from drinking or swimming in those waters. If contact is unavoidable, though, life-threatening issues may develop quickly. So bathe your pet and contact your veterinarian immediately for supportive treatment. For Pet Buzz Plus, I'm Dr. Michael Fleck. When your doctor recommended omega fatty acids as a daily supplement, he told you that they promoted better heart, brain, skin, joint, and immune system health. Well, doesn't it make sense for your pet to have the same health benefits? EpiPet Whole Fish Treat, an all-natural smoked fish supplement, is 100% bioavailable, bringing your pets the nutrients they need to keep them healthy and happy. www.epi-pet.com EpiPet is another proud partner of the Pet Buzz. So, I just moved in with this family, and it's embarrassing. The little one, he likes to go outside and crawl around in the giant litter box. I don't know what he's doing. I mean... I was born, and I knew how to use the litter box. That's disgusting! I really hope he grows out of this, for his sake. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Are you part of the pack at Pet Buzz Plus? Hi, Charlotte. This is Terry. I'm from Arizona, and I listened to your show, and when you were talking about how your dog follows you around, follows you into the bathroom and all of that. I just had to reach out. I have a German Shepherd. His name is Thor, and he follows me everywhere. I am his mom. He always has me in sight, and he follows me everywhere. He sleeps in the bed with me, but this dog, I love him, and he loves me, and he is just amazing following me everywhere in the bathroom, into the garage, into the backyard. I, he's my shadow. I should have named him Shadow. My husband is jealous. Anyway, just had to reach out and share that with you. Love your show. Thank you. 
We love getting social with you on Pet Buzz Plus. Okay, so we're back now with Dr. Fossum and we're talking about her fantastic life, not only as a veterinary surgeon and author, but as a new petrepreneur creating natural healthcare products. And we're so excited to talk to her. And she's kicking off our series for petrepreneurs in the pet product industry space. How long did it take you to develop this product? So I worked with a veterinary neurologist, neurosurgeon, Dr. Curtis Dewey, and we've been working on this product for about several years, seriously formulating it for the past year. And then what age should you be giving this product to your pet? Should it be six or six or seven or five or six? So dogs, we do know that dogs start to show sign brain changes as early as six years of age. Mm -hmm. So, so I think that six years of age really depends a bit on the breed. So big dogs show cognitive decline at an earlier age. They age faster Mm -hmm. than small breed dogs. But I think six, six years, six to eight years of age, I think would be a good time to start them on this product. Okay, great. Okay, so let's talk about another supplement that everyone is giving their dog. And you mentioned it earlier in the interview, and that is the fastest growing pet supplement category is CBD. In fact, searches for CBD for dogs are up 7,400% over the last five years. That's absolutely incredible. So can you talk to us about the benefits of CBD and how your hemp product is different from many of the CBD products literally flooding the marketplace. Research has only been going on in dogs for hemp-derived products for several years. But what we found is that it can benefit dogs with a number of different conditions. So dogs with mobility issues, dogs that are, are anxious, have, say, separation anxiety, which is obviously really important right now as a lot of people are going back to work and their dogs are used to them being at home all day. Um, Epilepsy uh, certainly is one of the big indications. And I think as time goes on, we're going to find more and more indications that CBD will help with. And and it's safe. We, We do know from the many, many dogs that are now on CBD, CBD products that that it is a safe compound for dogs to use. What my issue was when I started looking at the literature, because I wanted to give it to my own dog, is that by some estimates, as many as 70% of the products that are out there on the market either don't contain the amount of CBD that they claim to have on the label. Uh And some products don't, don't contain any CBD. So it's very much the Wild West. It's buyer beware. But there's no way that people can tell that. And the other thing that I found is that a lot, a number of the products on the market appear to be human products that people have just slapped a pet label on. But they really haven't given any thought on how you would dose that to a dog. You know, we, we see two pound dogs and we see dogs that are 180 pounds. And you can't just give a, a standard random dose to these dogs. It has to be based upon their weight. And so we spent a lot of time figuring out what 
appeared to be the appropriate dose from the research that has been done, and then making sure that people could actually give that amount to their dog, irregardless of the size or weight. Yeah. I mean, one of, you know, one of the things that I've um, over the years and, and looking at CBD and looking at studies and seeing brands come on the market, I mean, sometimes the oils are different. I mean, somebody down in Texas was using like saffron oil. Somebody was using this kind of oil. Um, dosages are always different. You, when you start talking to um, people producing CBD products for pets, um, they're basically end cap users. They don't know how the CBD is grown. They're just buying in bulk. And like you said, putting a label on it and, you know, the fact that you've that you're a veterinarian, you understand these issues, you know, as you said, mobility, anxiety and so many pets suffer from anxiety. And I, sometimes I wonder if that's because we we treat them like family so much. We want to turn them into mini me's and obviously they're dogs. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, let's talk a little bit more about um, dosing, because I think that's really, really important. So talk about it, I guess, in terms of, because um, we want to know about your products. So talk about it in terms mm-hmm. of your products. I mean, do you have one formula for CBD or do you have multiple formulas or is there one for cat, one for dogs? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go one step further and say that most, the majority of the products that are out there are droppers. So if you read the instructions, they'll say give three droppers to a dog of a certain size. Well, that's not a specific way. That's not the way we dose any other medications. So we decided to come out with products where, so we do have a cat formula. We have three different dog formulas, one Uh for small dogs, one for medium dogs, and one for large dogs. And we chose to use a syringe so we could be very specific about how much you give. So if you look at our product, you go in the usage guide or you look on the box, it will tell you if your dog is 10 pounds, you should give this amount, one ml of the product. So you can be very specific in the amount that you draw up and the amount that you give. And, and that's really what we wanted to do. We wanted to make this more scientific than most of the products that are out there. And I think that's great because, you know, when you look at the various products, I mean, you don't know how how large that dropper is. So that's even better that it's a syringe so that you can really work on an exacting, you know, formula every single day. So that's, that's fantastic. I mean, that means so much. And especially since there are three formulas, I mean, sometimes you look at a bag of CBD chews and it's just like 10 milligrams and, um, you know, you, and then also, you know, we don't, sometimes we have to realize that imagery plays to our psych. So, for example, I'm looking at a bag of CBD chews right now, and uh, there's a larger dog. So, does that mean the product is only for larger dogs? So, it, I think this is very, very important that we're actually having this discussion because I think, and you know, people are trying to play around, and they're even giving their own CBD to their pets. So, I guess you would say we encourage you to buy CBD products that are formulated for dogs. Yes. Absolutely, uh, because you don't know how to dose those human products for dogs. So most of the people that we see that come in will come in with with a bottle of CBD and they'll say, how much do I give? And it's very difficult for us to figure that out because it's all based on the concentration mm-hmm. of CBD in the product. And so we have to work backwards. I was in a store the other day that had CBD chews 
and they were four milligram chews. Well, we give, you know, a milligram per pound. So, you know, if you have a four pound dog, you'd be great with that chew. But if you have a hundred pound dog, you can't give enough of them a day to actually be dosing them correctly. So we didn't, we didn't want that. We really wanted to make this easy for people and to make sure that they were giving an effective dose. One of the things that we have spent a lot of time on in our company is education, trying to educate veterinarians about not just the benefits of CBD, but again, how to dose it and what to look for and what blood work they should be doing in these animals to make sure that, you know, we're not causing any harm. So it's, uh, it's, it's definitely different than I think most companies out there where they aren't, people aren't going to get that kind of information. Well, Dr. Fossum, I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. It was really enlightening talking to you and it just keeps us wanting to learn more as more products, more innovative products are coming down the pike. It also makes us as pet owners know that we kind of have to continue to learn more about the products that, that have come on the marketplace so that our pets can stay safe. Absolutely. And Charlotte, thank you so much for having me. Everyone, that was veterinarian Dr. Teresa Fossum discussing, one, how natural remedies are becoming more popular with pet owners, as well as, two, her new plant-based product line for dogs, cats, and horses. Her pet product website is drfossums.com. According to the American Animal Hospital Association and the American College of Veterinary Dermatology, pets need sunscreen too. EpiPet Sun Protector, the only FDA-approved pet sunscreen on short-haired, light-colored, hairless, golden retrievers, and other dogs susceptible to skin cancer. Contained in a sports bottle, EpiPet allows you to turn the bottle upside down, making it easier to spray your dog all over to protect your dog from the sun all day and every day. Epi-Pet.com. EpiPet is another proud partner of the Pet Buzz. yourselves for big news. We're going to the place where all the action is. It's time for Pet Buzz Celebrity Pet News. The most sensational news. Fantastic. I'm so excited. <laughs> you ready? Here's pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. I got some interesting scoop for Celebrity Pet News. And our Celebrity of the Week is not a person, but a chimp named Cheetah at the Antwerp Zoo. Cheetah arrived at the Antwerp Zoo about 30 years ago, and over the past four years, this one gal, 80 Timbersmen, had visited the primate every week, developing a really close bond with the animal. And as a result, she considers her relationship a love affair. Can you believe that? A love affair with the primate. They blow kisses to each other, and they wave from opposite sides of the class. Well, guess what the zoo did? Hmm. What did they do? They decided to ban the local woman from visiting the <laughs> park's chimpanzee exhibit because they claim it's negatively affecting cheetahs rapport with the zoo's other chimpanzees. <laughs> so it's like, what is it like West Side Story? Like, the, the what is it, right? Like West Side Story, Maria and the other boy couldn't fall in love because the Puerto Ricans and the whites were, the Irish were up. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Okay. So... <laughs> It says when Cheetah is constantly busy with visitors, the other monkeys ignore him and don't consider him part of the group, even though that's really important for the dynamics in the zoo. He then sits on his own outside of visiting hours. 
So an animal that, that this is what the zoo said, an animal that is too focused on people is less respected by its peers. Hmm. The zoo wants Cheetah to be a chimpanzee as much as possible. That's what the spokesperson at the Antwerp Zoo said. And they noted that Cheetah's fascination with humans is present because he was a pet before joining the facility. So in some ways, how can he be blamed? I don't see how he can be blamed either. It sounds like they're going through their transition just like we're well, he's going been through there 30 our years, social but he's transition. been there for 30 years yeah. okay so timberman accused the zoo of being unfair saying other dozens of visitors are allowed to make contact why can't i <laughs> no. so anyway zookeepers are now working toward helping cheetah learn to interact more with his fellow primates i think it, this is really important because it reminds me of a dog we spend so much time saying our dogs are our kids we dress them up we do this we do like they're not humans. They're dogs. So they need to have the companionship of other dogs. They need to do other doggy things mm-hmm. and just not people things all the time. What, what do you think about that? Well, they're primates. Primates are closer to humans than what dogs are. Right. So we probably identify with the behavior and what they do, maybe even more so than what we can with dogs. We can almost communicate with them even a little better if you if you think about it with Maybe even the movies that we've seen in the past from Hollywood have shown how that communication is is pretty uh, profound. Yeah. So, but but I, don't, I, should... I just think that you know they need to rethink what they're doing at the zoo here. <laughs> but he was around people for a good part of his life, and you know yeah. they live for a really long age. So, I mean, I understand it's difficult, and you know, he, but so then limited his visiting hours. You know what I mean? So that he's not with people as much. So as if the you time. have your pet, you have your dog. Yeah. You're not upset if your dog spends all the time with you. But I think the 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 comparison I was trying to make is that we can't meet to our pets to death. You know what I'm saying? It's different for our dog. We can't meet to the, you know, feeding them too much ice cream and candy and dressing them up and spending all this money. And, and, you know, taking him, want to take him to the movies. They need to be with other dogs. They need to have the companionship. It's enough to have this social experiment with humans. Let's not do it with the primates. And our canine, too. Right. Okay. That's a good point. We'll leave it at there. Need more buzz? We've got plenty more for you on our social media channels. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We call it Pet Buzz Plus. It's the best way for you to engage with like-minded pet lovers everywhere. So remember, Pet Buzz Plus. And our next guest is on the phone. It seems as if our youngest entrepreneur is waiting. Trisha Scribner is the CEO of Brand Cult LLC. She's developed a grooming and bonding tool for pet owners called Naughty Pot. It's right here. Do you see Dr. Fleck? It looks oh, like yeah. an octopus. Yeah, it right? does. Hello, Trisha, and welcome to the Pet Buzz. Hi, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to meet you. So I'm looking at this. What is Naughty Pet? It's not a brush. It's not a comb. Nothing like it on the market. And it's an amazing grooming tool that never gets away from it. It will not hurt. They will fall in love. Even if they have short hair, you would want to use it. See how it works, Dr. We're, Fleck? We're using it right now we're while naughty, you're speaking. We're naughty petting our puppy church. <laughs> right? Oh. He's getting naughty petted. Or de-knotted with Naughty Pet. Okay, so tell us how you came up with the idea for Naughty Pet, because that's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. 
I developed the Naughty Pet. Basically, it started off as Naughty Tamer for people. Uh, I had such a huge knot in my hair one day, more so as an adult than ever as a child. And I said to myself, I have got to invent something that does not exist on the market that will get out this knot and tangle and will help people. So I had success in the human category. And I knew that it would work on cats and dogs all along. And then last year during the pandemic, I'm like, well, no time like the present. Let's start introducing this to uh, cats and dogs. So around November of last year, I finally had the product packaged and added a little handle so it stays with you in your hand and uh, started testing on cats and dogs. And to be honest, I was even more astounded to see how amazing it worked, how they loved it, how people said, oh my gosh, my dog usually runs away from the wire brush. We can't even get a hold of them. And now they just love the naughty pet. That's kind of how it came about. You know, I, I like it because it's, it's light. It's easy. See that it's light. It's easy. You put your, put your wrist through the loopy loop yeah. and then you hold it on an angle and then you just go through the dog's coat and you saw church really liked it. Okay. Trisha Scribner is the CEO of brand cult LLC. Thank you so much for having me. Ever wonder what goes on inside the Pet Buzz studio? We post full length video versions of all of our guests on our YouTube channel. It's genius. It's to die for. I like it. You know, when I was in Las Vegas for SuperZoo, I met folks from a California company called We Away, and the company makes cleaning products. I'm excited to share this with you. Some of the products they make are cage cleaner, coop cleaner, that's chicken coop cleaner, carpet cleaner, stain remover, laundry booster, deodorizer, kitty refreshener. I like that one. It like freshens up the litter box after you scoop it. Shampoos, conditioner. And I was really digging their pet wipes, and I wanted to bring some of them and show them to you. See, so they have a grooming wipe. This is great buttocanicals, you know, to clean the butts off. They have floor surface. They have these mini grooming wipes that I really love. And, uh, you know, and they have a flea and tick wipe. So I think they're all pretty cool. And I love these mini packs for when you travel because mm-hmm. you can stick these in your purse or you mm-hmm. can stick them in your suitcase. <laughs> and I'll tell you why I really ended up loving this. So when I was in the hotel room at, at in Vegas, remember I, remember I told you while I didn't go to the bathroom right away, he ended up pooping on the hotel bathroom floor. So these wipes, they have uh, a natural bacteria and enzyme formula. It was awesome. I just cleaned up the poop, threw it down the toilet, you know, used the wipe and it really smelled great. It was like a green tea wipe. You, you keep talking about everything that a woman needs. What about a guy? He can just take that and put it in his pocket. Yeah, you can put it. In your so pocket. guys can carry these things. Too. Did I say guys couldn't? Well, you didn't give any definition of where he's going to put it. It's all things in a purse. I, in a suitcase. In a suitcase. You, right. Okay, in your back pocket. Okay, so the guy goes hiking yeah. or goes playing basketball, and the or get and the dog and gets a little dirty. Him, sure. The dog gets a little dirty. He can just like wipe it down. Like or the these. dog has diarrhea. Right. Put these in your back pocket, guy or gal. Do you know how many times every day I remind people that they need to wipe their pet's butt? How many times a day? At least three or four. So now so you can you go. put these botanicals. Yes. Right. Booty wipes for pets. I like that in your back pocket when you take your dog. Please go secure them. Okay, so the we away website with these great mini wipes is we away dot com. 
Can't get enough of the buzz? We're online at thepetbuzz.com with daily features including helpful tips from Charlotte, more flex facts, and a lot of ways for you to save on all of your favorite pet needs. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? EpiPet to the rescue. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. For more information, epi-pet.com. EpiPet is another proud partner of the Pet Buzz. They call me Prince like I'm royalty or something. But the places I've lived ain't no palaces. So I don't need grilled salmon or a new scratching post. Just give me a cardboard box and a can of tuna and we're good. You can even change my name. I'm cool being the kitty formerly known as Prince. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Hey, it's Dr. Mike Fleck back with you on Pet Buzz Plus. You know summer is the peak time for transmitting heartworm disease in both dogs and cats, and your infected pets may die from the disease or develop debilitating health conditions. The deadly heartworms are transmitted from pet to pet through mosquitoes, so preventing transmission is really the best way to avoid contacting heartworm. So what do you do? I say it's important to use both insect repellents made for pets and prescription medication from your veterinarian. Please don't delay. Keep your loving four-legged family member healthy and free from heartworm by contacting your veterinarian today. For Pet Buzz Plus, I'm Dr. Michael Fleck. And now, Pet Buzz News from around the globe. Can you believe this, Charlotte? The CDC issued an advisory about ivermectin, a deworming drug people are using off-label to treat COVID-19. I heard that. Isn't that crazy? The drug has not been approved for any use related to COVID-19. Calls to the Poison Control Center and ER visits related to ivermectin have spiked this summer, as have prescriptions for the drug. Ivermectin commonly used as a heartworm preventative in dogs and a dewormer in horses is approved by the FDA to treat some parasitic infections and infestations, as in humans, but there isn't robust evidence to support using the drug to treat or prevent COVID-19. But what I find so crazy about that is that hasn't stopped people from seeking out ivermectin to self-medicate. Okay. It's all about self-medicating these days, whether it's with hemp, CBD, you know what I'm saying? It's like they want it. So the absence of FDA approval, some people have sought out ivermectin from doctors, veterinarians, pet stores, farm supply stores. One Now, this is where it got a little crazy for me. One adult mentioned in the CDC report, once he arrived at the hospital, he had hallucinations, confusion, drowsiness, rapid breathing and tremors after drinking injectable ivermectin meant for cattle. I mean, who does that? Taking cow-sized doses of the drug increased the risk of overdose adverse effects. Another patient brought in for ivermectin tablets of unknown strength online to treat COVID-19 
was hospitalized with altered mental state after taking five tablets a day for five days. I mean, what are these people thinking? Both individuals eventually recovered after they stopped taking the drug, but ivermectin doses can result in comas, seizures, and death, according to the CDC. We don't know, but ivermectin may become a valuable tool in in treating COVID. But let the medical community determine this. People out there that want to go online and purchase things because it's available because of being for livestock. No, don't do it. Yeah, you're crazy. Well, some doctors may be prescribing the drug off-label, driving an increase in prescriptions that started around December 2020 and peaked this summer. Get this, pharmacies across the U.S. filled more than 80,000 prescriptions for ivermectin, ending the week of August 13th, according to a recent uh, study cited by the CDC. That's a 24% increase from pre-pandemic times. People have also purchased animal-grade ivermectin from veterinarians, pet stores, and farm supply stores. This kind of reminds me of the people who were getting um, that drug, you know, they tramadol. Hmm. They were using, they were cutting their, you know, they were getting tramadol for their pet. They said their pet was hurt, and then they were taking it for themselves. So they Mm -hmm. go to their vet and say, hey, oh, you know, Buffy has, you know, heartworm or whatever, or needs a heartworm prescription. Can I have some? I just think it's crazy. Taking doses meant for large animals is especially dangerous because the drugs are more highly concentrated. The FDA warned in a recent statement. All we have to say is this to you guys out there. And I, here's why, where I get legal. In sum, the FDA has not approved ivermectin for the use of COVID-19 patients. Absolutely. Just like you said, Dr. Black. So if you're taking this drug as a precautionary means or to treat COVID, you need to stop taking Come it. Come on, don't be nuts. Don't be crazy about this sort of thing. <laughs> I have to admit, though, that practicing a few years back, I and I go to the gym, and I used to have people coming up to me all the time asking for anabolic medications that that would be helping them, you know, become more muscle bound, etc. So, and they get in trouble by doing things like that. They got in trouble by doing things like that. So. This is not for people use until the studies have been conducted and found it to be not only effective, but safe. Right. We know people love their dogs and many like to take them everywhere to lunch, to work, shopping. But dogs are only welcome in places where they behave. Our very own etiquette and pet trendologist Charlotte Reed discusses decorum for every occasion in her book, Miss Fido Manners, complete book of dog etiquette. She provides tips for behaving at home and on the street, eating in or going out. Plus, extending pet courtesy to others in places of business, being mindful of others while traveling, and treating veterinarians, pet sitters, and dog groomers with respect. With Miss Fido Manners, pet owners can learn how to behave appropriately in all kinds of situations. Miss Fido Manners from pet trendologist Charlotte Reed on Amazon. Technology has already revolutionized your life. Now it's doing the same for your pet. And joining us to talk about how pet tech is contributing to how we care for our pets and even expanding our view of pet ownership is Terry Adderton, the founder and CEO of WAGS. Terry has a long history with technology companies, including Gemmer, a social commerce platform, Trunity, 
a cloud-based textbook company he took public in 2012. Pretty hot. And Nitro Security, a network security developer acquired by Intel in 2011. Not bad. Very impressive. Mm -hmm. Terry has also served as senior sales executive for Cabletron Systems and McAfee. He started his career leading worldwide sales and launching the game of paintball for the inventor of the game. See, that's what I didn't know. And that's what I'm that's so about. cool. Hey, Terry, thanks for joining us today on the Pet Buzz. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, why don't you start out by telling us about your company, WAGS, and what prompted you to start it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, as you can tell, a serial entrepreneur, and um, I had sold my a company and wanted to get my, my kids a dog. They were 9 and 11 at the time. And uh, so we adopted this dog. We rescued a dog and we went to a party about a month later. Somebody shot some fireworks in the air and our dog got scared and ran away. And it took us five days to get her back. A lot of searching. And I saw how devastated my kids were. So I decided to go to the big box store and buy some fancy technology to keep my dog contained. And I was shocked when I got there to find that they'd been selling the same stuff that I remember as a kid, you know, bearing wires in the ground, shock collars, uh, really nothing new. And then I started to research the space and realized uh, the pet industry was such a big and growing uh, space that lacked innovation. And I saw an opportunity. And that's when WAGS was born. You know, that's so interesting because a lot of pet tech entrepreneurs say the same thing. I mean, the whole category is wide open. You don't have to be defined by the products that are already in it and try to make them better. You can actually come up with an original and new concept. Correct, Terry? Absolutely. And there is a lot of uh, products made overseas, but um, they're really not designed the way an enterprise software company would look at it. So bad apps, bad you know, technology is not very secure. The user interfaces are poor. So we just saw an opportunity to create a big brand. And WAGS is a four-letter.com. And we really see ourselves as the nest or the ring of the pet space. Yeah. Okay. So doing research for this interview and, uh, and obviously knowing you and working with you, I really want you to discuss the concept of a connected pet lifestyle. Like what products are in that product line and how do they contribute to that concept? When we started doing research before we built anything, um, what we realized is there's a humanization trend going on with pets. You know, pets have been elevated. When I was a kid, you'd have a pet in the backyard and then, you know, you bring your pet into the house occasionally. Now the pet is part of the family and people want to stay absolutely connected to their pet. They want to understand that their pet is happy, healthy and safe. And so that's where technology comes in. So just like a Fitbit is for your arm, people want to have those key insights into their pet. They want to understand you know, is the pet getting enough exercise? Are they sleeping right? Um, is their health okay? And this is where technology can play a big role. And if you're traveling and you want to stay connected to your pet, which most people do, uh, it also builds that bridge and lets you stay connected that way. That's cool. So talk about some of the products in your product line. Yeah. So the foundational product is the WAGS Freedom Collar. And the reason we call it the WAGS Freedom Collar is because, uh, you know, I've seen dogs on tethers, uh, people like to you know, have to worry about fences. And we just wanted to set your dog free, but keep it safe. So the WAGS Freedom Dog Collar allows you to create a geofence, contain your pet with humane corrections. We don't shock the dog. We use vibration and ultrasonic. We've extended that. Yeah, there you go. Um, we've <laughs> extended that into the house with um, what are called WAGS tags, 
which are like little um, tiles that you can my put fave, Terry, my fave. I know they're cool. And, and it allows you to say, Hey, I don't want my dog on the couch or my cat to scratch the couch. And, and uh, the tile works with the collar to prevent the dog from doing what you don't want it to do. Um, we're also, we have a, the Petsy pet treat dispenser, which allows us to, you know, you could be anywhere. You could be at work or traveling and open up the app, see your pet and give your dog a treat. You can talk to your dog from wherever you are and see your dog. Um, and that really engage, you know, engages the pet. In the background, we're working on a pet door that is really um, transformative. It ties in to kind of the IoT framework. So for instance, if your house is on fire, the door is smart enough to unlock to let the pet out. So it wow. doesn't stay in. Um, it has a camera and we're actually integrated Amazon key. So if you're expecting a package, the driver can hold up the package to the camera in the door and the door will unlock to allow the driver to slide the package in. So it's got a useful function outside of just pets. Healthy, happy, and safe. Don't you love that? Sounds like, yeah, everything he's just talked about is healthy, happy, and safe. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you know if your dog's happy? Their tail is wagging, right? And that's the basis of our name, wags. That's really great. So pet tech is, like we said, a relatively new category. And, um, in the pet industry. So why investors as well as Gen Z and millennial pet owners so stoked about this category? Because I think, you know, we, we all keep seeing these statistics about, you know, at this point, millennials and right. Gen Zs are like really taking over the pet, the pet ownership space. I mean, I think that's going to happen in a while. I don't think it's happening right now, but go ahead, Terry. Well, yeah. In, in its simplest form, people want to understand that their pet is happy and healthy. And millennials and kind of the, what I call digital natives, people that have grown up on technology, understand that technology can give them that insight into their pet. Pets can't tell you how they feel. Pets can't communicate with you. So by leveraging technology, we can bridge that gap and really understand how your pet is doing. Um, it also, you know, takes the place of kind of antiquated technologies like shock collars and, and bearing wires and brings it into a modern age and also gives you access to your pet wherever you are. And so they really love leveraging the technology side of it. And investors? Well, investors obviously see that, um, as a matter of fact, Gartner, which is one of the major analysts, said there gives me, there, there'll be more pet wearables than there are human wearables um, in 2025. <laughs> um, it, there's a huge direct correlation. People um, are spending money on their pets, and they want to make sure their pet has the best. And oftentimes, as we've seen during the pandemic, people will put their pets ahead of themselves when it comes to food or everything else. The pandemic, how has that affected your vision as you've gone along? Yeah, the, you know, um, at first, it kind of scared me, to be honest with you, because, you know, the original concept was people were working out of the home. And so a lot of our thoughts were, how do you make a, keep a dog happy, healthy and safe when you're not at home? Uh, but people are at home. And uh, started working from home. So we had to kind of rethink, you know, what we were doing. Um, and what we found actually is that people are leveraging this technology, um, even if they're at home or at work, because it, it, it adds value no matter what. You know, people want to let the dog out in the backyard or out to play. They want to make sure the dog doesn't get hit by a car. They can't be there holding the dog on a leash. And so um, we actually saw an uptick in our business. And as you all know, the ownership or the adoption rate of pets during the pandemic, I've heard numbers as much as 400% over pre-pandemic levels. Um, as a matter of fact, you can't go get a dog in the shelter around here. There are no dogs available. 
And so I, I find it to be a really um, fascinating that people have turned to pets for that companionship during a very difficult time in all of our lives. What about with the pandemic supposedly moving in the other direction? Have you seen changes in attitudes with your purchase of your products? You know, uh, people are the, the demand for not just our product, but for a lot of electronics right now is off the charts. Um, I think there was a lot of pent up demand. People are spending money right now. Um, the supply chain is very difficult for a lot of companies because it's, you know, you probably heard you can't get a Tesla or a Ford, you know, uh, they, they don't, they don't have the PCB boards or the, or the guts. Um, so we're seeing un, incredible demand for the product, which is great. Um, but I think the attitudes, and I think that's what you were asking me. Um, I think people, um, this trend towards pets and pet companionship and humanization of pets is not, is not changing. Um, you know, I, the, the uh, millennials and the people, the young people coming up today um, really are not getting married at the rate they were in the past. They're not having children at the rate they were in the ha- in the past. And pets are kind of replacing um, those elements in people's lives. Yeah, a lot of them don't want kids. So what do they do? They have pets. I mean, I think it's really interesting. I mean, you see people, I mean, you know, even the way we shop, our attitudes are so different. And I've actually talked to a few people about this. And it's very, very basic. I mean, when you go shopping, you buy your dress, you buy your shorts or shirt or tie. It's like, fine. But when you do it online and that Amazon package comes via the truck or, you know, some male guy, it's like getting a present. You get really excited. And I don't know if that's because we have such we've had such limited activity in our life. Uh, as of late, like we can't go to the movies and we can't go to a lot of big things. But I mean, the experience of going online and shopping, obviously that's increased, but the ease of it, we want easy now. You know, we, we are so we we like to think of ourselves as so busy and we want everything to be just a click away. And unfortunately, during this time, people have to be a little bit patient. For example, a real common drug, penicillin injectable. I've been three months trying to get a bottle of penicillin. That supply chain has really, really been affected, not only for the tech industry, but for the pharmaceutical industry and every industry, textile, sure. you name it. So we still have to be a little patient about that. Yeah, absolutely. I, it, it's almost unimaginable how it's uh, affected all aspects, plastics, you name it. Everything is affected and it, it really has an impact. I guess we're going to wrap this up with my last question. Um, just talk a little bit about how pet technology allows us to give pets a voice and connect with our pets in a new and maybe even more meaningful way. And that could be even, you know, some thoughts about the future. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, as we started to go down this path, we realized what people really want to do is communicate with their pet. And you see it all the time. Um, they want to be able to understand how their pet's feeling. And so we figured out how to leverage those services like Alexa voice to give your dog a voice. And how we do it is we actually are measuring lots of data about your dog, how much it sleeps, how much time you spend with it, um, how it's eating, um, all kinds of habits, even the temperature, um, the environmental factors. And we turn that into a voice for your dog through Alexa. So you can say, Alexa, how, how, how is Abby doing? Abby is my dog. And Alexa will tell you, Abby slept 
um, eight hours today. Abby, you know, uh, traveled three miles exercising. Abby burned 400 calories, so on and so forth. And it really gives you insights. And we're going to keep going down this path and start understanding their facial recognition, you know, their facial expressions, their voice in terms of their bark. We have a patent on a bark algorithm, and we're really starting to understand, you know, what those vocalizations mean. And we're going to turn that into an audible um, interactive voice, that, but through something like Alexa. Wow. Terry, absolutely exciting. We really enjoyed you being with us today. Thanks for coming and sharing. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we're so glad that Terry was here. And we have the Wags Freedom <laughs> Collar, which we love. The Wags Freedom Smart Dog Collar. You know, a Terry product, another and more soon to come. And Terry, lastly, I want you to see my new puppy. Let's see. My new puppy. Come on. This is Churchill. Oh, my goodness. Churchill's adorable. I got Churchill right after Super Zoo. Say hi to Terry. See, I can't wear the collar, but I'm going to be wearing it soon. <laughs> Give me another 10 pounds. I think so. <laughs> right. Say wow. Bye, I, nothing beats a small puppy. Isn't It's awesome. It's totally cool. Well, like Dr. Flex said, Terry, thanks for joining us today. Thank we're you. so glad that you were that you were able to spend some time with us. Um, everyone, that was Terry Anderson, the founder and CEO of WAGS, discussing how pet technology helps make it easier and more efficient to care for the health and the welfare and the happiness of our pet. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. Hey, did you hear the bell? It's always too soon to wrap the show, Dr. Fleck. But before we go next week, we want to give you a preview of next week's show. So next week, we're talking about how cats prefer to get free meals mm. rather than work for them. But honestly, who wouldn't want a free meal? <laughs> the show's over already? So, of course, the show's over. And, of course, we're going to talk about pool safety and puppy training because everybody knows I just got a new puppy named Churchill Howard. And he's really cute. He's super cute. And we'll post a picture on our social media channels and Church is sleeping. How about if I thank our guests that we're here for? Why the don't week? you do that? Special thanks to our guests, Dr. Teresa Fossum, Terry Anderton, and Tricia Scribner. Of course, we must always thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin coat and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere shampoos, skin and coat sprays, sunscreen, ear cleaner, and supplements for your dogs and cats. Most importantly, remember, we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. Peace out and pet love. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. The Pet Buzz is dedicated to enhancing the bond between pets and their people. If you and your pets need even more buzz, we're online at thepetbuzz.com and our social media channels, Pet Buzz Plus, the best way for you to engage with like-minded pet lovers everywhere.